What's up, everyone? It's your favorite marketer and podcast host. My name is Prit. I am the author of Zero to Four Figures, a marketing strategy consultant, and a digital entrepreneur. A few of the roles that I do take on, I'm a podcaster, well, you're here. I'm a YouTuber, Etsy shop owner, and a Skillshare teacher as well. All of the links are in the description box below if you would like to check it out. On this podcast, I shuffle between giving solo podcast episodes and bringing in experts to give you actionable steps on various marketing, business, and mindset strategies to help you grow the business you love. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about what are the steps to launch your business idea. And we're going to get into the actionable steps that I do have for you. Now, of course, when we are talking about launching a business idea, I do want to say that one of the most common mistakes that I personally see a lot of newbie entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, I guess I have to say, making is that they think they need to have it all figured out. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I think that's a good thing, actually, you don't need to have all of your ducks in a row before you get started on this entrepreneurial journey. You've got to have a few things figured out. That's necessary, but you don't need to have every single thing figured out. And so in today's podcast episode, I'm going to tell you some of the steps that I personally took when I first started out. And let me tell you, the steps that you take to launch a business idea is going to be very, very different from person to person, but the main idea remains the same, okay? So for example, I say that you've got to do research. For you, research could be different ways of going about it. You could have maybe a survey or maybe you have to do your focus groups or maybe you've got to put out a test product. There are so many different ways that you can go about it. But the overall steps do remain the same, okay? I've tried to keep this as simple as possible. I actually did a little bit of research before recording this podcast episode. And what I found is that there's just a ton of information out there. And sometimes it can get really complicated. And complications, <laughs> it does scare us, doesn't it? I mean, it's a very normal human tendency. So as much as possible, I've tried to keep the steps very, very simple but these are crucial steps and I highly recommend going through each and every step and not skipping any of those, okay? So let's get into the first step that I do have for you. Of course, the first step to launch a business idea is to have a business idea. That's kind of a necessary thing, okay? So when you are in the ideation phase for your business, one thing that I do wanna say is for those of us who have this inherent drive to be entrepreneurs, sometimes, and this has happened to me as well, you know, sometimes we feel really, really pressured that we don't have a business idea at the moment or something's just not clicking in our minds. And I do wanna say that this is a process. This is a normal process that you have to go through. Sometimes the idea will click, sometimes it will not click. You've just got to be patient with yourself as your mind works it out, okay? So one thing I want to say is don't put pressure on yourself to have a business idea. It will come when it has to. But keep thinking about it. That's important, okay? But don't put that kind of pressure on yourself because 
what happens when you put that kind of pressure on yourself is you start thinking of shortcuts because you are in desperation you're working out of insecurity and not just that you tend to idealize every single idea that you get because you're so scared of not having another idea and it's very very important and we'll talk about this in the next step to check the validity of your idea and when you are in that mindset of desperation and insecurity oftentimes you may not have a very accurate view of whether your idea is good or not. So to begin with, I highly recommend not pressuring yourself to have a business idea. It will come when it has to, but do think about it, you know? And so when we are thinking of business ideas, let me give you a few ways that you can go about it. One of the ways that you can get an idea is to look for the gaps in the market. And I know you've probably heard a lot of people saying gap in the market. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to explain what exactly do people mean when they say a gap in the market. Now, for example, you have your target audience in mind, okay? When you are trying to identify a gap in the market, what you're essentially doing is you have to first understand what are the needs and wants of your client or your customer at this moment of time. And it's not necessarily a physical transformation. It can also be like an aspirational thing. They want to be so and so. And where they currently are at is obviously going to be different from what they want, right? Because that's where the difference is. Otherwise, there would be no wanting. They would already be living it. So because there is a want, because there is a need, you there is a contrast in where your customer is at this moment and where they want to be or where they need to be. Now, your job, okay, as the person who with the business idea or the person who's going to offer a product or service is to get your customer from point A to point B in a much faster or much better or much cost effective way. All right. Now, how you get them to point B doesn't matter. But what matters is that if they were to take that journey on their own, it's going to be less lucrative than you taking them from point A to point B. And at this point, I really want you um, to take a second and Google this book. It's called Building a Story Brand by author Donald Miller. Highly recommend that for every, every single person who's trying to build a brand, okay? Because my analogy comes from that book and I really want to credit the author, all right? So you are essentially taking your customer from point A to point B. Point B is where their needs and their wants are, okay? That is the gap in the market, okay? When your customer is unable to get to a point B in a faster or better or more cost-effective or quicker way, that's the gap. That's what's lacking on their journey to get to where they want to be. And if you feel that your business idea fills in that gap, it's probably a good idea, okay? Of course, there are a lot of things that you do need to check in this situation, but that's a good start, you know? If you have identified a gap in the market and your product or service actually fulfills that, then that's a good, good start, okay? So that was how do you 
first get your idea. Basically, your job is to bridge the gap in the market. All right? So whatever the gap is, figure it out and see how you can bring in your skills, your expertise, your knowledge, your exposure into the picture to bridge that gap. All right? So that was number one for you. Now, number two is the viability of the idea. That's also important, right? You, Yes, it's okay for you to have an idea and it's a good thing if you have an idea to begin with. Maybe it bridges the gap, but what is the viability of it? Can you sustain it? Can you afford it? Do you have the right resources? Are you introducing this idea when the market is ready for it? Are you introducing it prematurely? You know, these are all of the things that you really need to keep in mind when you are thinking about the viability. Most often than not, this is where a lot of people get stuck because they don't understand that it's not just about having a good business idea. You also need to make sure it is viable for the current market conditions. And that includes understanding the thought process of your consumers at this moment, understanding what economic factors are affecting your product or your service being put out there. What factors? Economic factors, other factors, familial factors. There's so many different factors. What are those that are affecting your customer as well? What are those factors that are affecting you as well? Highly, highly important to understand the viability of your decision. And not just that, understand if you have the resources to pull this off. Do you have the resources to sustain it as well? Not just that, you also have to check in with your audience to see if the gap that you have perceived is an actual gap that exists in the market. Because oftentimes, again, another mistake that I do see is that people think that there is a gap in the market, but unfortunately, that gap is just in their mind and it really you know, doesn't convey from the audience or from the consumer's point. So you've got to understand if the gap that you have in mind is the same with them. So a few ways that you can go about this is to do surveys, to have focus groups, ask them questions related to your product or service that's going to come out or your business idea that you have, okay? It's important to understand that when you're conducting surveys, don't try to manipulate the results in your favor, okay? That's another thing that I have personally seen. A lot of surveys that I do see on you know, I mean, I get these emails, right? I look at them and it's pretty obvious that they want a conclusive answer and they know what answer they want and they're trying to bring me to come to that point. And that's not what a healthy survey is. A healthy survey is something that is very, very neutral and you're okay regardless of which side the answer switches because your survey is just a way for you to find information, to gather information, to tweak your product accordingly, to make those adjustments and to make sure that your product is actually, or service of course, is actually what your audience is looking for, okay? And another thing that's important is you have to understand with respect to viability, how are you going to keep it running? How are you going to sustain it? You know, are you going to be at a loss for a couple of years? How are you going to sustain yourself during that period of time? Or 
if you want to break even by a certain point, how are you going to get there? You know, all of those things you have to sort of take the time and understand. And one of the things that I highly recommend is taking the time to test it. Okay, beta test it. Even when I put out my book, Zero to Four Figures out there, I beta tested it for a little while. I got about eight beta readers, if I'm not wrong. I had about eight beta readers giving me their feedback, giving me their thoughts, and I improved my book based on their comments and their feedback. And of course, they also you know, gave me some glowing um, comments for certain parts of the book, and I did not touch those while I was editing and stuff like that. So it's really, really important for you to test whatever it is that you're trying to put out there just so that you get a test run of the reaction that you're going to get. Not just that, when you do a test run, I think that it's also easier for you to understand where you have to focus your marketing on, okay? So that's also super, super important. Now we come to number three, and that is structuring your business idea. Now, for me personally, I think that the more simple you keep this step, the easier it is for you. And this is something that I've talked about in my book, Zero to Four Figures as well. There are literally only three steps in this, okay? And there's an actual framework and there's a worksheet for you to implement if that's something that you're interested in. I'll put the link in the description box below for you to check out my book, Zero to Four Figures, okay? But let me tell you what the basic framework is. The first thing is you need to understand how are they going to pay for your product or service. As much as possible, you want to keep this step easy and breezy, all right? Number two, how are you going to get paid? That's also important, you know? What is the portal? From that third party, how, are you, how is it going to get paid to your account? Then the third thing is how are they going to get access to the product or service? When you keep these three things in mind, it becomes that much more easier for you to structure your entire business idea, okay? Now, after this, of course, you've got a plan. Again, I'm keeping this very, very simple for you. Three steps in this step, okay? The first thing that you need to keep in mind when you are planning your entire business idea after the structuring, of course, is one, how are you gonna generate leads? Number two, how are you going to convert those leads into revenue? Number three, how are you going to gain brand awareness? And the more you can structure this, the more you have actionable steps for each one of the three things that I've mentioned, the easier it becomes for you to implement a, an entire marketing plan for, from start to finish for your business idea, okay? I'm gonna repeat it again. Lead generation, revenue, brand awareness. These are three things that you really need to focus on when you are first starting out, okay? I know there are a lot of other blogs out there or just a lot of content out there that give multiple things that you need to focus on. But frankly, when you're starting out, the easier you keep it, the simpler, I, get, I wouldn't say easy, the simpler you keep it, the less complicated it's going to be, well, duh, Prit, but not just that, the less complicated it's going to be, the better you will actually follow through with your idea. And that's something that I have observed for myself as well, okay? So lead generation, revenue, brand awareness. Focus on these three when you are starting out, okay? Then, of course, we come to step number five, and it's probably the most important thing, and that is to just start. 
a lot of times we hold ourselves back because we think that everything needs to be perfect. We think that we need to have all of our ducks in a row. But honestly, for this entrepreneurial journey, it's impossible and impractical to have all of your ducks in a row. It's just, it's not even a thing, okay? Let me be very, very clear with you. And so if you have the things that I've mentioned in this podcast, okay, you've written it down on a piece of paper and you've gone through each of them and you are feeling a little bit stable about the plan that you have on mind, I would say just go for it. A lot of times we procrastinate because we are scared and I just want to put this out there that it's okay to be scared. I was really, really scared when I started this journey. I was really, really scared while I was writing my book. I was really, really scared when I started my podcast. I was really, really scared while I was doing my YouTube videos. But part of this journey is not that we do it without fear, but we do it with fear, okay? And I just want to say, if you think that you are procrastinating, step number five is to just start. Start by talking to people. Start by identifying the target market. Start by figuring out the gaps. Start by, you know, hopping on calls with potential clients and potential customers who may buy your product. Ask them what they think about your product. Ask them if what price point would they be comfortable with and all of those things you know it's a process and unless you start you will not figure it out and another thing about this entrepreneurial journey is that you will figure most of the things out as you start it okay because there are going to be tons and tons of pivoting there's going to be tons of misdirections mistakes as well but at the same time that's how you form your path. And if you're going to be afraid of even taking the first step, then you won't be able to create your path. It's just common sense, I guess I would say at this point. So you've got to take that first step. Don't worry about it. Don't complicate this process as much as possible. I've tried to keep this entire episode very, very simple for you. Just grab a pen and a paper, write down, answer every single question that I have asked in this podcast episode, every single thing that I have mentioned, answer each of them, take the time to answer. And then when you come to step five, you know it's time to just go, go, go. All right? If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I really think that you will enjoy my book, Zero to Four Figures. It's basically a compilation of 61 stories and lessons from the first three years of my entrepreneurial journey. I cover different topics like self-love because, well, this journey is fundamentally about us. I also talk about uh, business strategy, marketing, positive mindset, growth mindset, success mindset, money mindset, what else? Relationships as well. So it's basically all the areas that I think is very crucial for a holistic growth of an entrepreneur. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can check it out. I'm going to put in the description box below, or you can just go to your nearest market, Amazon Marketplace, and you will be able to find it. And of course, I really hope that you liked this episode. Don't forget to leave me a review if you did like it. Let me know something that really made a difference to you and your business in the review. I would really appreciate it. You can also catch me on my other platforms as well. I'm there on Instagram at The Marketing Nomad, my YouTube channel, The Marketing Nomad. I'm there on Skillshare as Prithvi Madhukar. That's actually my full name. You'll also catch me on LinkedIn there. All of the links are in the description box below. And Etsy products, 
um, Etsy shop, actually. I do have digital products for entrepreneurs and business owners like you. Again, I'm there as the marketing nomad CEO on Etsy. Okay, guys, I hope you are staying safe, staying healthy. Wish you all the very best with your business idea. And yeah, I'll catch you on the other side. Bye-bye. <laughs>